0: What the f*** is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey. Wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in,
1: Lizzie. We're going shopping.
0: With Sophia and Sistine Salome. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed podcast. With your favorite sisters, Sophia and Sistine. I'm feeling like doo-doo. So am I, but for different reasons. Sophia, you just took too much melatonin last night. I'm okay. <laughs> I am still
1: hungover from three or two days ago. What day is it today? today Sunday, Sunday. Two days ago.
0: I'm dying. I right know.
1: Now. No, no, no. I feel like when I drink now, I feel it the week after the whole entire time. And then the thought of going out again feels like it's torturous. But the fact that you went out after the night you had is psychotic. Here's my issue.
0: On Monday, I like to make plans for the weekend. And sometimes I go, oh, I can do Thursday and then a dinner with my friends on Friday and then go out Saturday. It sounds fun. Yeah, in theory. In theory, right? The execution of it is horrendous. No, I am down so bad. But you know what? I was thinking about it this morning. And I even talked to my mom about it because I always have to call my mom the morning after I go out because she calms my anxiety down. And I was like, you know what? This is the reason we moved to New York to have fun, to go out more, mm-hmm. to drink more, to be more social.
1: And let me tell you, I did that and then some. I think you need to do that this year because that's what I did last year. And I'm feeling the repercussions of it now. And now I'm in my old woman phase where Sophia, I think you're gl- 27. <laughs> She's like, I'm in my old okay, woman. Fa- but I'm, 27. I'm considered officially late 20s. So this is the time where going on Zillow and Ikea and Pinterest is my version of fun with a glass of spearmint tea rather than going out to a club, taking shots, looking at hot guys. That is like- That sounds like a blast. But this is because we are indifferent. You're in your mid-20s. That's true. That's what I did. But then I crashed
0: and burned after. I made it my resolution for 2024 to go out more Mm -hmm. and think less. Because I think even the idea of going out for me, I have this weird social anxiety where making the plan, texting the person, going to meet them, say, oh, God, is my Uber going to be late? What do I wear? Like that whole process leading up to going out makes me not want to go out. But when I'm out, it's a great
1: time and I have fun. It's just the mental hurdle. And I think, honestly, you have the, the best way to get over the. I guess the anxiety, pre-anxiety about going out, like the thought of like, oh, who am I going to run it into? Like, how am I going to look? Is actually making a hype-up playlist while you're getting ready because I truly believe Mm -hmm. that getting ready is the best part. And when you have Mm -hmm. such a good routine about like, okay, I have my little cute headband with the ears on it. I have all my favorite makeup laid out. I know my my vision of how I want to do it and the music. It just makes like, all right, I'm ready to go. I agree
0: because I always think – this is so stupid and the girls that get it get it. You know sometimes when you do your makeup before going out and everything is just working perfectly. Oh, yeah, You're like, really. why is my wing amazing and I applied my false lashes mm-hmm. with no issues and then my hair is doing what I want it to do. Right. So you're
1: like, this is gonna be a good night. No, the, I had this happen to me a couple of days ago where everything was going wrong. Like I placed my lashes in the middle. My skin, the worst is when your concealer and your foundation's peeling and like what is it peeling off and it's like curling up it's starting to like it looks like skin it looks like your skin is peeling off but it's not your skin and then that honestly then your hair looks like mine today and it just becomes just the worst and then you just can't
0: think about like I don't want to go out I had to put a hat on for several reasons one being I have so much Moose and dry shampoo from this weekend. Mm-hmm. Should I just go through what happened? Yeah, you should. I mean, it was, oh, God, it was a guys, weekend. Guys, it was epic. I was on cloud nine. So I'm still making friends in the city. So I'm trying to say yes and go out and meet new people. My girlfriend goes, We're going to do a dinner. Our other friend just broke up with his girlfriend. He's down bad. We got a rally together. <laughs> it's a I dangerous said, combo. Say less. Because mm-hmm. I'm also the type of person where I will. I won't peer pressure you, but I'll push you if you're in a bad place to be in a better one through alcohol. Sorry. So I go to this restaurant and it's eight people, right? And it's just me and my one girlfriend and it's all guys. One, that's a dangerous combination. Mm -hmm. So dangerous. Mm -hmm. All the guys at the table are saying, oh, we're all going to do rounds of martinis. I am not a martini girl, one, because that's not a cocktail to me. There's no mixer. There's no uh, way you can get kind of so. Nothing there's, dilutes it. There's no, there's no easing into the drunk. Yeah. You have one, you're smashed, right? So everyone's having a gin martini, a vodka martini. I haven't had vodka since the War of 1812. It's not for me, so I whispered to the bartender. I said, can you make a martini with tequila? What? Oh! But I did! That's literally a tequila shot. It was tequila and like a drop of vermouth. Like that is what I, and I didn't have one, I didn't have two, I had three. I had three, why? Because all the guys were like, we're doing another one. Me thinking I can keep up with a grown ass man's body is beyond me, okay? Also I'm eating lettuce cups. It's already a dangerous combination. So I have three martinis. And then we go, okay we're gonna go to our friend's birthday party, right? I walk into the party. I don't see one person I know. What did I do? I turned around by myself, left after 10 seconds of walking inside. Why? Because I saw a dive bar across the street. It was calling my name. I take two shots. Didn't need to. Didn't need to. That's five. I go by back the way. to the party. They're going, let's go to a club. I said, say less. I go to the club. No one was really drinking at the table. I thought Let's keep the buzz going. I'm feeling warm and fuzzy inside. I'm taking pulls from the bottle.
1: Warm and fuzzy is just the alcohol heating you
0: up. It's heating me up, and I don't know why. You were doing pulls. Pulls alone. It wasn't like you know. Sometimes when you're in a club, people are like, "Let's do a round of shots," and everyone's Ugh. doing a shot.
1: No one was doing I th- that. I think. I think the moment where you start taking pulls from a bottle at a club is the moment you should consider in the morning going home. But that is the moment you go, oh, I've really went far beyond what I needed to but be But you know doing. when you're
0: at that level of drunk where everything is just euphoric? And yeah. you're, I was in such a silly, goofy mood. I was so happy in that moment that I just wanted to keep that feeling going. I sound like an alcoholic. This is not good. <laughs> but I wanted to keep it going. So I thought I have to keep drinking to keep it going. And I should have learned my lesson. My dad always tells me nothing, nothing good happens, happens after, after t- midnight. Well, does it two or midnight? midnight oh. definitely nothing good I, think, after I, two. I push it to two and you're
1: <laughs> nothing so, good happens after two if you're going to a club at 2am which is what Sistine was basically doing it's downhill
0: so I was I was so obviously bad but st- I wasn't falling I just um you know my eyes started blinking one at a time like everything was going a little cross-eyed a lovely gentleman says let me get you an uber home I said god bless you thank you so much I get in the uber I go home I fell so hard. I'm surprised it didn't wake you up. Also, this was like 6 30 in wait, the morning. Wait, wait, wait. I forgot You're, to mention. Can
1: we just pause? You're surprised it didn't wake me up? She comes in barreling, I think at 3.30 in the morning. Sophia, so open my door. I'm groggy. I was in the middle of my sleep and she goes, Are you awake? I wanted to hang out. I wanted to tell you about my night. I know. I was like, it's three in the morning
0: that's what you signed up for when you live with me in so, my new era no. so listen now it's 6 30 in the morning don't know why I stayed up for another three hours I'm in my bathroom also you know it was a good night when you look at your legs and you're like where did all these bruises come from oh,
1: that, that, okay that's...
0: this is this is what I knew I'm not doing well I'm in my bathroom and I'm holding on to the counter so I can just hold on with one hand and brush my teeth with the other hand. Oh 6.30 in the morning, you guys. And for some reason, I just start swaying. Like, like music was playing in my head. And I was just swaying, minding my business.
1: Yeah.
0: All of a sudden, I start to like slow motion. You know those fainting goats when like every limb goes stiff and then they just sort of slowly yes, topple to the side? kind of. I slow motion. Even though I'm holding on to the counter, that wasn't enough stability for me fall into my shower, take everything off the table, knock my shelf off with me. And now I si- am I hit my head so hard. And I, it was like you one know of those. You dangerous that is? No, I know. But it was one, like one of those movie scenes where you get caught in the shower curtain and you're <laughs> just sitting in the shower. And I sat there. I was like, ow. And I sat there for about 10 minutes because I was just so comfortable. I was I, so comfortable. No, mm, no I know, when you're I, drunk, like any floor, any surface, you're like, oh. Just that's
1: not to I will. T- There's actually nothing more dangerous than falling in the shower, and I, the fact that you thought that was a comfortable position is it just proves to me what level of intoxication you were. Because I fell in the shower a couple months ago, yeah, and I had a moment where I paused <laughs> and I go, "Why isn't the water turning red? Okay, nothing's open. No, I literally thought I got is a concussion. my head open? No, I, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. That I was shaking when I got yeah. up because I was I had such an adrenaline freak out. You just leisurely hung out in the bathtub yeah no it was it wasn't my (laughs) finest moment
0: but it was one of those nights where regardless of how ill I felt the next day I'm so happy that I did that I am too it was so needed I called my mom she was like you needed that for your soul. You needed to have fun. You needed to get drunk. You needed to go out. You needed to break some hearts, get Mom's some like, numbers. like, who cares
1: if a year of your life is just taken off from how much alcohol you had? It's Truly. good for the soul. Truly. It really does. But the
0: next morning, oh she. Oh,
1: my You guys, God. we're moving. We have to look at apartments, right? Hold on.
0: You're forgetting a very important detail because she just said, we're moving.
1: <laughs>
0: Sophia comes into my room the other day, eyes all welted up from crying. Okay,
1: not that dramatic.
0: Her face is flushed. She's a little pale. She's shaking. She is shaking. I'm not shaking. You're ridiculous. She comes into my room, sits on the edge of my bed, and I know you're about to say something dramatic. And before you even said anything, you go, I need to talk to you. And I said, I fucking
1: knew it. I knew exactly what you were going to say before you said it. Okay. I'll just tell you exactly what I said without all the dramatics it was dramatic. with it. No, I just said to her, I had a thought. I actually couldn't sleep this night when I came up to her, and it was probably a couple mm. of days ago. And I realized that, one, we're not going to have this moment of living together that much sooner. Because, look, I'm not saying I'm I'm meeting my husband tomorrow or she is, but I'm saying that there is going to be a time where we're not going to live with each other for the next 50 years, you yes. know? And we're only in New York for, you know, a short period of time because I don't think either of us want to raise children here. And so I kind Mm -hmm. of like I could not stop thinking about that. And I hate where we're living. Like, I truly don't like our apartment. So I want to move. But I said I wanted to move with her. So.
0: (laughs) I felt extremely validated. So much to the point where I brought up this moment to my therapist. She
1: did tell me that. I was
0: so happy because I get why you wanted to move out on your own and you felt like sometimes I understand like living with your younger sister, it, you feel it stunts your growth and you want to take another chapter in your life. So I get the whole reason why you wanted. To and move I also
1: out. think that places when there's a lot that's happened mm-hmm. in that place doesn't feel good. Bad kinda, memories. Bad memories. I kind of yeah. needed like a refresh. and a restart. Not for me, though. No, definitely not. I mean, Thank we've you. had we've had our tiffs here and there, but you know, I think that we're both in this really, really good mindset coming yes. into this year, and I'm like, it would be nice to go into this good mindset with a really good apartment. I felt so validated, you guys,
0: because I truly, I even told my mom a few days prior, because I was looking at apartments alone, I said, Mom, I really don't want to move out. Like, I don't want to leave Sophia. I don't want to be alone. I, I just want to have this time with her, so I don't understand why she wants to be alone or apart from mm-hmm. me. And I know you didn't mean it this way, but in my Delulu brain, I felt, like, rejected. Right. I felt so rejected. And I had a—I'll be very frank, maybe because there's still some alcohol in me. I had a very tough year last year. Right. Like, very tough. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, I wasn't the most pleasant peach to be around. No. I was a bit—I was like a prickly pear. <laughs> I wasn't exactly— positive all the time I was mm-hmm. just in a dark place hence therapy I'm in a much better place Jeez. now but I felt for that hence period alcohol. of time you know sometimes when you're just in a bad mindset it doesn't matter who's around you how happy they are sometimes you just can't be yeah like you just can't Pull yourself out of that negative place. And that's where I was. Like, no matter how nice you were, how great our family was, how great my life is in that moment, like, you just can't seem to pull yourself out of it. Because
1: it's not the external things that are controlling it. It's what you're feeling internally. Exactly. Yeah. And the worst part about all of that is you sometimes
0: feel like you can't even control what comes out of your mouth or your emotions. Mm -hmm. It's like being on your period.
1: Like, sometimes you're just a
0: raging monster and you can't help what comes out next. That's true. So I knew... And it hurt me that I was even doing this to you guys. I knew that I was not great to be around. Mm-hmm. And I hated that. And I and knew you guys felt that and you didn't even want to be around me and and mom and Scarlett. They're like, Jesus, like let's avoid Sistine. Which I don't blame you. And the worst <laughs> part about that is like I knew that I yeah. was behaving this way, right, right. but I just couldn't help it. Right. So
1: you were just a piece of the reason why it was like, you're like one eighth of the reason. So I don't want you to think that no, 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 but because it it, look, it it was a factor in it. And it definitely made me feel more encouraged to go to have this time by myself. But then a lot of other things were the cause of why I wanted no, to live No, of course, of course. But that brings me back to why I felt
0: so validated and why I brought this up to my therapist because I said I feel like for the first time in a long time I'm not so miserable to be around and people still want to be around me mm-hmm. and I was just so happy that you still wanted to be around me because like you're my best friend and I love you so much and Aww. I'm glad that you're seeing a change. Yeah. So much to the point where you're like I could actually do another year with this bitch. That's true.
1: So I felt so happy. Yeah okay? that's good. Oh so I'm happy so, that it made you feel good. Happy because I want. That's the thing is I did see a change, and I also, you know, it's sisters go through so. I I will actually, you know what? I've talked to so many people that have sisters and siblings, yeah. And when I tell them I live with my sister, they are actually very impressed. And this is like, um, this is not because of you or me or whatever, but a lot of people can't live with their sister. A Mm -hmm. lot of people, actually, most people, I've heard like they're best friends with their sister, but there's a difference between. 24/7 24/7 with your sister, who you can be the most upfront and honest with. It's like with siblings; like you're never gonna, you know, repress yourself for how you're actually feeling about a situation. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't end up doing that, and because yes. it causes more fights. And the fact that we're able to and work together is like pretty impressive. And honestly, yeah. like yes, we get into bickers. We're sisters, and we are very loud. So of course, like we're we not,
0: bickered on the way here. On the way guys. here, we were bickering on the way here. <laughs> yeah. And then
1: I said, "What should I cook us for dinner?" Like that's just how. Yeah, it. that's just how it works. And so yeah, I know I'm excited because I feel like, so back to what we were saying about the apartment hunting. We were apartment hunting, and we found a really good place. Yes, but I I was still drunk. But she was still because This was the next day. Sistine found a random bodega. Was sweet talking the bodega man. He gave us some pre- fresh juices. I said I
0: need you to make me lemon juice, ginger, carrots, and beets. <laughs> I want to expel every. <laughs> Drop of alcohol in my system right but now. But
1: Sistine, this is the problem. Every type, every time we'd go to a listing, she would tell the realtor, "Sorry, I'm just so puffy and hungover." And at every single one, by the last one because we were re- we were seeing <laughs> another apartment that we really liked. I said, "Sistine, we want this one." Don't tell the guy you're hungover. He has a child and a wife. He I wants to hear that his tenants are going to be no. She didn't like drunk as a skunk yeah, all the I was time. Like, I was like, look, we're going to be drunk and like do our thing because we're young and in our twenties in New York. But I'm like, for this one, play it cool. Play. We actually, I'd like to give myself a
0: pat on the back. The first one we saw was the one we're going to get. Yes, we're signing the lease today.
1: Yep, and I found it. I and this is this is the crazy part. We have looked probably at what 15 different apartments. Yes, it is really hard right now to find a place the market in is crazy. it's crazy i don't know i don't know if it's because people understand that moving during the winter is not the the time to usually move it's kind of like the time you avoid it because the weather sucks yes but of course like this is also the best time to find a place but right now it's horrible and we went into so many and what we kind of gathered by the end of it was there are such distinct energies in every single apartment you go to and yeah. you can feel the one that's right for you immediately. Like the one that we want, like and we walked into, just it felt like a home. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like Maybe we, because there was a newborn in there. The, well, yeah, the guy had just had a newborn and he's married and they're like moving uptown. And so they decorated it in a very home style. And yeah. so it made us feel really happy because like, oh, okay, perfect. We have our little kitchen, our living room, we see trees and it's like, it doesn't show any city type. It looks like we're in Boston a little bit. It's very cool. It's so cool. Very chic. Yeah, it actually is. I'm so excited. I'm excited. And it is smaller than the one we have now, which Who is cares? kind of funny. No, it's great though. I love it better actually because it gets, you know, we're closer. But guess you what? You want to be closer? But guess what? I get an office and a library. I'm making a, I'm putting one of the smallest rooms I'm getting it and making it a library. So she made hers a glam room, but I'm making mine a that little reading That is
0: literally nook. our personalities to a team. <laughs> Sophia's making the third bedroom an office. Yeah. And I made mine. A vanity with a glam room.
1: Yeah, I make it. Well, because what if we
0: need to have Zoom calls? Yeah, but what if we want to look good? I got to beat my face. You also, ha- did you get your eyebrows done?
1: Um, Like three weeks ago.
0: Three weeks ago? Like three and a half, two and a half weeks ago. There's no way they look like that good yeah. three weeks grown out. I swear on my life, two and a half weeks ago. Let me ask you this. Do you think I'm wearing too much makeup right now?
1: You're wearing a lot more than I am. But you always and do Answer your makeup- my question,
0: though. Do you think I'm wearing too much makeup right now? Because no. I am. I put a lot on Oh, right really?
1: I, no, I didn't think so. I thought you were wearing really? this. I feel like, well, I don't have my eyes done, but you have your skin and your eyes done, so I thought yeah. you put on a lot more. A lot. Do I look like I have a little makeup on? You don't need a lot of makeup, though. I do. What are you talking about? No, you don't. Well, lately I've been better. I because look like a little boy been... if I don't. That's so not true. <laughs> You're <laughs> laughing because you know it's true. No, because you just called yourself a little boy. Like, I mean, you are wearing a Ford hat and, you know. Go on. No, I won't keep going. You know what? Some of the men that listen to the show really
0: do humble me sometimes about my appearance. Really? The most recent comment that really stuck with me. um, And oh, my God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Last episode, I actually thought about this comment and this man and did something that was just so heinous. Uh, He was saying, like, how dare Sophia let Sistine film an episode with like her fake tan only on her face and not on her chest and hands oh. and then I watched the episode back my hands are transparent but my face is like super pink from all the foundation no I'm wearing. no and so the last episode I put foundation on my hands no, Sistine, Sistine, look Sistine,
1: Sistine, that's I how I, I feel about the episode I was on another um we were on another podcast a couple of weeks ago and someone commented in the comments um, can someone blend her bronzer? And You do a little blotchy. I did a blotchy. You I do. Do I, do I have it now? Is it blotchy? Turn your face. No, that's how it's good. No, 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 it's good. Your skin looks good. Let's talk about Thanks. that. Oh, yeah. So we actually did want to go into this really quick. And I won't make this a super long thing. But I have been talking about a lot. And I feel like skin topics are so popular today because so many people deal with bad skin and I've never dealt with bad skin before and I was really lucky growing up to have those little blemishes here and there but I truly experienced what girls experience with cystic acne and scarring and things like that Mm -hmm. these last few months and I will tell you I understand you when you're crying in your car. Like, you don't want to leave your house. You feel so insecure. It is truly, like, the hardest yeah, thing to do. Yeah, there's actually with. nothing that makes your confidence plummet more it, than having bad skin. It, it's like you can't even cover it with makeup because you still see the texture and everything. But as you can see, I've cleared it. And I will say this. This all came up in October. And everyone was telling me you should get on spirolactin. You need to get on, um, what's it called? Uh. Um, what's the acne medication that everyone Acutane. takes? Accutane. Accutane. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff because it was not stopping. I was really determined to do my research and figure out holistic ways and healthy ways to get it out without having to take any medicine. And I figured it out because look at my skin; it's gone. not on
0: Crazy. It's
1: so crazy, yeah. Come on. and no one believed me. And it, it was like
0: rumpled still skin before. It was
1: bad. Yeah. I think, Christina, <laughs> like a toad. <laughs> oh, okay. but I can say that now because your skin is. Perfect. It is better. It is. But I'm just dealing with acne scars. But I will tell you, if you're dealing with acne or if you're, you know what, also, when you start to hit your late 20s, your hormones change. And that's what happened to me. And my hormones are super imbalanced. My cortisol levels were super high. So I will tell you the three things that I totally changed that made my skin. I still do it today. So it's been like a three month process that's cleared my skin and stayed clear. Okay. So for my morning routine, this is all about my diet. So I've reduced the amount of milk, sugar, and alcohol. Totally, like totally reduced every single thing. In the morning specifically, this sounds crazy, but like if you stick to this, this actually does help. You have celery juice in the morning and a turmeric shot. Celery juice cleanses out your body, and turmeric <sighs> is an inflam an anti-inflammatory. But how does your tummy not hurt? It does. Okay, I got used to it. My stomach and my body love it now. It's you like won't poop your pants? No, I definitely won't. It definitely a clear. It does help clear you out. So if you also are someone that deals with you know being a little backed up, celery juice on an empty stomach, yeah, seriously or can or get it all out. A lot of tequila, you can't or tell you me. get the tequila yeah. runs.
0: because you can't tell me the next morning you don't feel snatched. You do feel sad. Well, like, you
1: actually you're you're more I'm less prone really? to that stuff, yeah. This is a personality difference going. Yeah, there we go. So celery juice and turmeric anti-inflammatory. I have two Brazil nuts because it bring I don't know what Brazil nuts do, but Brazil nuts I forgot the name for it, but it brings down a certain level so it like balances out your hormones. I was hormones. wondering why you're eating like a nut every night. Yeah, that I always wrong. eat these two that Brazil nuts wrong. and then at night I have <sighs> Can I just say this? I'm you, so like, sorry. I didn't mean to. You've literally made a comment every single thing I've I'm said. still drunk. Um, at night, I have spearmint tea and licorice tea. Like, you put that together. Can you? I'm not. I didn't say anything. You've literally made a gag noise at every single thing I've said so far. I'm keeping my mouth shut. My skincare as well. In the morning, I do double cleanse, always double cleanse to get your makeup off and really stick to a super, super simple routine. In the morning, I focus on vitamin C's to brighten my skin and also a lot of hydration. And then at night, I focus on retinol. Retinol will really kill everything off. And if you're consistent, your face is gonna peel. I do 1%, which is pretty aggressive, but... Once the peeling stops, then you really start to see results. And that's what kind of took away the major ones that's helped. Drinking a lot of water. And then the most important one is my mental health, because I think that last year I went through a lot of anxiety. I said this on the solo episode and I've said it on other episodes. Just like sustain like went through stuff, I went through stuff as well. And I think that once you kind of confront, like, oh, I'm really stressed about X, Y, and Z, it's so important to tackle those on and then also know what's gonna make you calm in the morning. So I've been doing meditations in the morning. Like, I know that we always go, like, so you are so different. But I think it's really important to, like, calm your brain at night and the morning, like, do things like don't look at your phone before bed. I go on long walks. And I don't do, like, high impact workouts. I don't re- involve myself or put myself in environments like clubs too much or, like, too many bad people. Or I've just kind of, like, limited my circle. And it's totally helped my anxiety. So, that's really what helped me. I was going to make a video on TikTok, so maybe later you guys can see like a little bit more. You of totally a full should. Breakdown.
0: I think what you did that is much better because I would have taken the shortcut and just done Accutane just to kill it. You were so consistent. And what mm-hmm. was it like a three month journey? It was
1: like yeah, three and a half months. That's a long time to yeah. keep something up. It was hard. It was and it was embarrassing. Like I at our Halloween party, I had like major acne everywhere, and I was looking at those photos that we loved. But I had so much all over my cheeks and chin, and it was just like it was so weird to see because that was something I haven't had before. And I was thinking, okay, I'm I, I just don't like medicine, and I think that you can really heal your body holistically, and you can you know find some ways that work for you. And then there there are some cases where you have to take medicine, and don't not do that, but. Those are the things that help clear my skin. I'm going to continue to do it just because regardless of my acne is gone, I think it's like I want to make it even better and better. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to have the healthiest kids ever. I am. Well, I'm going to be that mom that has a lot of tricks and hacks for yeah. their children. Like, OK, like when you have a migraine, put your feet in boiling hot water. Stop. Yeah, that does help. If you want to get tan, eat a lot of carrots. Or I
0: heard if you're car sick, sniff a lemon. Yeah, see things like that. And then you're going to come over to Aunt Sistine's house and I'm like, here's the sugar cereal. Don't yeah. tell your mother.
1: I'm going to have sugar cereal. I have to, you know, if Sistine doesn't have a sweet tooth like me at night, I have to have something sweet at night. Speaking of which, we need to order more ice cream. That I know. We, we actually we do. ate it all you know we're getting we, so we're getting we so ate gross it all?
0: no the other night i ate it all i was this is how gross we're getting because sometimes when we really want something sweet we're like oh shoot there's nothing in our pantry so we start making just like the most disgusting Concoctions. combinations yeah i was putting um like peanut butter cereal in the ice cream which actually doesn't sound that Wait, no, bad. No, it was
1: peanut butter cereal but then I was peanut also, butter ice cream but that then i was also awesome. putting like
0: a saltine in my mouth
1: yeah that was also kind of gross a saltine with peanut butter ice cream and peanut butter doesn't sound bad with
0: saltines, but Sophia, we literally had sandwiches the other day and you're shoving barbecue chips in there. You can't sit I, here and tell okay, me my concoctions she thinks, are gross.
1: She thinks that putting chips in your sandwich is really gross. Like that for me is the equivalent of putting fries in my burger or in a milkshake. <gasps>
0: Should we get a burger tonight?
1: Yes. When you said you were wanting to yes! cook, I was like, okay. Yes. Yeah, she was saying she I'm wanted to angry. cook, and we would have made like some salmon, which I love salmon, but what do you want? I want a burger. I want some meat. I need some meat on me. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you want some uh, I do. meat. Um, yeah. you know what, what? What meat you didn't get? Sorry. 33 year old. <gasps> that was the <laughs>
0: grossest transition. I'm so proud, yes, I'm proud of, of, of you. I'm proud of you. You talked about me. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. It's a W. I'm proud of you. Thank you. This okay, is a here's really- the issue, guys. Chris, I'm so sorry. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. Um, <laughs> the one guy in here I'm, Yeah, yeah like- I'm also gonna blame Chris for this because you encouraged me. <laughs> no, this is a. You'll see.
1: I you <laughs> I I'll tell you. I'll tell you right
0: now. I'll tell you right now. You encouraged me because I asked. I was like, "Don't you think this is cool?" And you're like, "Yeah, I love when women do that." So I did it. I did it.
1: Oh, and- like you went and hit
0: on somebody? No. When remember last episode, I was saying, "Oh, my new thing is asking people out." Uh huh. Yeah. No, I got stood up. I got no. stood up, you guys. All right. I'm actually so sorry. Yeah, really all bad. I do on this podcast is hype you guys up, then give
1: you false information. Um, By the way, your TikTok of you talking about, we have, we clipped the part where Sassine says, Ask guys out. It got such, like, so many, I, stitches yeah, very and diverse duets. views. Like, because but, every, but,
0: everyone said don't do don't it don't
1: do it they, everyone <laughs> which is so not what I thought I thought everyone would be on board with women asking guys out but everyone no. was like every, no hold in your feminine energy which is what I was encouraging and actually
0: now I understand what they meant by that so let me give you some background I asked this guy out who by the way was pursuing me for months every time he even saw me in public and I didn't even recognize him or say hello to him he would say oh were you just at this place oh it was good seeing you Dan.
1: Yeah. so he was
0: Trying, okay? He was trying.
1: He was the Pisces boy. He so like...
0: I slid back in months later, and I asked him out.
1: We had plans for Thursday at 8 p.m. Well, also, that was what thing he did good at was when Sistine did ask him out, he said Thursday 8 o'clock. Yeah, well, don't get too excited, guys, because yeah. guess what? Thursday rolled around. 1 p.m.,
0: 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m. I go, that's funny. Haven't heard anything from this guy in a few days. Is there even still a date? nearly five o'clock strikes (laughs) and he gives me some bullshit excuse that he has a client dinner and blah 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 which first of all you know about your client dinner okay so why'd you wait till three hours before the day to cancel on me and then the worst part is he was just like oh yeah here's the good news though I'm
1: free next week I said how is that good for me like either make a new plan or bye. And this is the thing, guys. If you ask a girl and you're mm. doing it last minute, you have to cancel. The only way you should be responding to canceling yeah. a date last minute is next week. Are you free Tuesday or Thursday around 8 o'clock? I have a really good place that I want to take you to. And I'm going to make it up to you. That's how you do it. Not good news and bad news. Bad news. I have to go to a work dinner last minute. Good news is I'm around until the like next weekend.
0: It's just just
1: like, okay, what am I supposed to do, cheer? like I'm I'm going to wait around? So I called
0: in the recruits. I said, how do I respond to this? Mom and dad. Because mom (laughs) gives me the feminine touch to it, and Sly gives me the real hard truth of how to handle someone like this. This man is 33 years old. What made me realize is older does not make you wiser. Mm -mm. I think sometimes we think, oh, if you're, like, dating 35, 36, that they're going to be so mature. No, no, no. No. No, 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 no. So I said, what do I do, you guys? Parents help me out. They said, don't answer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What did I do? I didn't answer. That got his attention. He started double texting. And now I said, I freaking got him hook, line and sinker. I got him right where I want him. I still don't really know how I want to play this. Well, but actually, actually, he triple texted. He triple texted. And this just goes back to what Sly always gives the best advice. He always said, if you want to get someone's attention and you don't know what to say to them on text, say nothing. Because nothing translates to that person better than any text that you could be conjuring up and try to get their attention, try to be a little bitter. Nothing reads so much louder. Mm -hmm. And so I've realized, I'm like, hold on, here's the secret. And it sucks. And obviously, you want to call it playing games, I call it playing smart and protecting your heart.
1: Bars, that was that pretty good. That was pretty, pretty good. Mean. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> okay, Sissy, <a> relax. <laughs> it was fine. Okay,
0: she has good skin, so she's here. Like, you think you're better than me? No. Okay, but wait, no, no. Let me. Wait, let me. You get have more? This. Yeah, I have more. Sorry, I'm on a roll. Okay. So I was thinking about it. How to get someone to chase you? Okay. Do nothing. Do nothing. Yeah. And I wrote this out, and I don't want to mess it up, so I'm gonna. Okay. Go ahead. These are my thoughts. If you want them to text you. <laughs> <laughs> the more you show disinterest and distance yourself, that is when you're going to actually see how much they are interested in you. Mm. If they don't see that and they don't see that, oh, she's pulling away. She is not as responsive and she's not chasing me and I'm expecting attacks, but I didn't get one. If he responds to that with trying to make up for it or trying to see you again, then amazing. Yeah. You know exactly where his head is at. If he doesn't answer, if he doesn't notice, if he doesn't care, he just showed you his cards. He showed you exactly how he feels about you.
1: This is also another thing because this is only if, you know, he has done something that has made you think about how am I supposed to respond. This is not just a game like in the beginning where it's, you know, it's not necessary to ignore someone. But I truly believe that if a guy is giving you 50%, If you are encouraging that by responding and then also adapting yourself to his timeline and his schedule, then you are feeding into that 50%. And then that guy is going to go down to 30% and he's going to see how far he can push it. 100%. And so you're encouraging someone in the beginning of Mm -hmm. your guys' relationship to give you 30% because you're going to give 100. And when he gives you 20, you have to give 110. And that's where the dynamic issue is because you're giving All of your energy to Mm -hmm. someone and he's only giving 20 because you have established that as the baseline for your relationship.
0: How you start a relationship with someone and we're not even saying dating like this is just first couple days Mm -hmm. of really getting to know each other. That is going to play out how the relationship is going to end up like if I responded back to this guy. Oh, yeah. No worries. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm free on Tuesday. Then he knows right there, you just gave away your cards. Yeah. She's gonna probably say, Honestly, Oh, I so can like, get away with do? anything. Like yeah. uh, she she's cool with kind of minimal effort and behavior. Totally. So you kind of really have to stick to your guns and also like, yeah, I, I don't know. No, a guy know. that a guy that is that kind of like arrogant if, and cocky, it's
1: well, just you, like, know, you know that that's what you're gonna get in the relationship. 100%. Don't ignore that flag. There was something I watched, um, uh, yes, the other day. And this girl, I forgot who the girl was, but she was talking about people coming in and out of your life. And it mm. actually seriously helped me kind of, I guess, place in a box exactly why my relationships ended up the way they did. And she, she's religious, so she kind of put in terms of God. But So I'll, I'll say the version she said, but I kind of do it more as like just life in general. She said that God puts people in your lives that are meant for you and takes them away when they've done their purpose. So... He has put deep. In, Well, because think about it, like someone will come into your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. They will be there either for the long run because they are meant for you or maybe they're there to teach you a lesson. And they also leave. And that's also okay. meant to be as is too. like people are not going to come into your life and just stay in your life. They are going to leave eventually if it's supposed to be that way. So for me, I kind of saw this as. Okay, like you can think about an ex and you can like I have a really hard time and Sistine like knows this about me. I really dwell on the past. Like I always am someone that reignites like old memories and things and like what ifs 24-7. And this kind of put it into a very simple way of thinking, you know, that person was in my life for a reason. Mm-hmm. They came, they did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. I am happy. I'm sad. I learned my things with them. And they also were removed for the same reason is that they're not meant for me in the future because yep. of where I am at. So it kind of made it go, okay, like, I don't have to really, you know, overthink or worry because this is just how it was been like supposed to be. 100%. You know? I always think, um, you know how we say when someone like
0: an ex or someone sort of comes back into your life, mm-hmm. like saying... Oh, they always come back. That's not a flex. No. No, think about it. They're coming back because they want to see if you're stupid enough to take them back or respond. (laughs) Like, they're like, oh, she will. Like, that's not, no. Doors need to be closed. Because we were talking about this the other night. Why is it whenever you feel like almost discouraged with your dating life and you're like, oh, shit, like nothing is working and I'm trying Mm -hmm. and I'm trying and I'm not getting anything to stick Why do you always sort of think about your ex and you start to reminisce? Actually, I did something so bad. I did something so bad. I have this roll of film that I've had for about two years that I didn't develop because I know on this roll of film, there's a shit ton of photos Mm -hmm. of me with my ex and Sophia with her ex. And I was like, I can't, I can't see it. I don't want to see it. I developed it the other day. I thought I was ready. I was like, you know what? I'm grown. I've matured. I've moved on. The photos were real cute. Yeah, they were Real cute. cute. And I was like, oh, my God, I miss being in love. I
1: miss a relationship. But you miss – that's what – except, by the way, that's what it was. But it
0: wasn't good.
1: It wasn't good. It was okay. It had good moments. No, but I'm saying you don't miss the relationship. You miss the love in the relationship. Like, that's what you're honing in on. It's not not you're nostalgic about that person at all because that person's out of your life for a reason. You're nostalgic about, like, the feeling of being in love, and that's just what happens. And – God damn. Dating is tough. <laughs> but
0: but but I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest right now. I wasn't gonna be honest, but I'm gonna be honest because I feel like this podcast, um, we just talk to each other and Chris. And so sometimes I treat it like no one's out there listening or judging. But here we go. Did I send the photos to him? Yes.
1: <laughs> that was pretty gnarly.
0: Sophia slightly encouraged me. But not because the, you were like, we're having a boring day. Let's stir the pot a little bit.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, <sighs> not in so many words. But, no. But, but I
0: know everyone says that you cannot be friends with an ex, which I totally agree. But I do think that there can be like a civil I, middle ground no, talking I, basis. No, I
1: encouraged it because you guys are at a great level. Like, I would have yeah. never, if you guys were on like, then I would have said no. Also, I thought the photos were really cute. So I was like, I think if I were
0: him, I'd want him to send me the photos. They're nice. So I did. And it was very well received. It was very a very wholesome conversation. We spoke off and on for a day. And then I said, sayonara, talk to you again in another year and a half. But it was lovely. Yeah. You're jealous because you don't have that. Sorry.
1: I just, I hate having, I like amicable endings with everybody. I just, I'm That's just such a people, people please I control. need to.
0: Sometimes when you end a relationship, you're going to be the bad guy. And you sitting with that idea of being the bad guy eats at you alive because it. someone doesn't like you. Because
1: I, I love, like, I hate hurting people. But you had, you were hurting yourself by yeah. staying in it. I know. I feel like people can relate to that. It's like when you have to choose yourself for a second. Then, so if you want to talk about relating, I just said I texted my ex. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's Don't do it. Do you want to, oh, actually, I wanted to talk, speaking of dating, I listened – actually, it was on Giggly Squad, who also films here, which is kind of cool. We love gigglers. I love them. And they, I'm a giggler. <laughs> and they, they actually said something on their podcast they really like about the 0 to 100, 100 to 0 thing. What is it? Where – when men and women go into dates, the way they, you know, visualize or think about the person across from them. So women go into dating with a hundred to zero. So they go in with like high expectations, thinking about love, like kind of sometimes you go like all the what ifs, like oh, are we gonna click? Like could we yeah. be in a relationship? And then slowly as you guys date, time and time again, mm, like he has the navy sheets. Oh, he's like doesn't answer that fast, and so your number goes down. When as guys, they start at zero when they go into a relationship, and they don't really have that many expectations, but then. <gasps> As oh. they start to hang out with you more, the number kind of increases. And so that's why, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. What The balance, yeah. Which is so true because you think about it, you go into a date with like high expectations, you're ready to go, wide-eyed, and the guys don't really. But then as they start to get to know you, their number starts to go up for them. I wonder what you could do that would
0: subtract. Do you think he's like, oh, she just gave me the ick? She's back down to a 45.
1: That's like, that's too, that's too scoreboardy. That'd be really funny though. He's like, oh, she. You uh, start asking. Yep. That's my number. Oh, she only likes cats. Negative 10. Someone actually did give me shit about that the other day. I think there's just such a, a cat person's also kind of a Karen person. Yeah. Huh. That
0: is the rudest thing you've said to me. That was, that was fighting words. That was fighting words. Yeah, she's my screensaver.
1: So what did you see? The animal that I uh, want to get for us. Yeah, it looks a little. C- no, that's it not. Cissy loves dachshunds. I love stop. Cissy loves dachshunds. I love golden retrievers. I just saw. S- um, it looks mutated. What are you talking about? You cannot
0: cross a golden retriever. A golden
1: dachshund
0: and a dachshund. It was so cute. It's so- they're little weenos and they look like oh they're little wieners. They're, little wiener they're look like a mini wieners. golden retriever. Do you know how cute that is?
1: A Do you realize how
0: cute that is? A little wiener?
1: Stop, a little golden retriever wiener?
0: There you go. Yes.
1: Yes. <sighs> oh my God, I want one so bad. A I, golden I, wiener. I was,
0: we love that. Stop them.
1: saying it like that. It's so <laughs> I'm gross. I'm still drunk. No, you're not. You are sober. And I'm on melatonin right now. Okay, wait. To wrap this episode up really quick. Oh, I, no. I think no, I no, no. forget. No, 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 no. Because no. no. there's
0: something to my left that I've been staring at the entire episode. Sophia lost a bet, and we're going to do this on the next episode. Sophia lost a bet. We actually bet it on.
1: Oh, we're not doing it this episode?
0: No. We'll save it.
1: No. We'll save
0: it. Sophia lost a bet, Okay, And if I won, I said, you have to bring your journal in and read an old entry. And I cannot wait to dive into this the next episode. I'm so sorry, That's but I love you I guys. I
1: have done this before. In oh, my life. I know, no but it's gonna ever- be so
0: good. It's gonna be so good. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Unwaxed
1: Podcast. Please go onto YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, give us that five stars. We are shooting every single Tuesday, and we'll answer your questions if you only give us the five stars. And we love you guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.